Are you ready? Are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Happy New Year, hello, it's 2017, the game is on. On today's show we're going to be talking health, fitness and boxing with international challenge boxing champion and mate of mine, Tony Milch. We're also going to be having the debut of a game called Porn Star or President and we have a debut from our weather girl, Liv, so stay tuned. Rising up, back on the street, did my time, took my chances. With the distance now I'm back on my feet Just a man and his will to survive So many times it happens too fast You trade your passion for glory Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past You must survive just to keep them alive Let's sleep
welcome welcome to 17 this is um that was either the tiger by survivor so there's no shit this year everyone needs to get in the gym everyone needs to stop whinging and get moving so we're here with tony milch who is a personal trainer and boxer What's your championship? You're a champion, right? That's right. Professional boxer. Currently 12-0. 12 fights. 12-0? This guy could seriously be the shit out of anyone in this room. That's it. Been a pro now for three years, just over three years, and undefeated, and had a long amateur career as well. So boxing, training, been a big part of my life. I've had a long amateur career as well. So should we say where we met? We've been mates for like 10 years. That's true. There's, there's three things here, three facts, and like, see if you can guess at home which one isn't true. Me and Tony met working in a telesales department for a massive drinks company. That's A. B, me and Tony both got, uh, met each other in prison. We've done some time inside. Three, or B, or C, um, we once shared a flat in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So two of those things are right, and one is wrong, and I'll, t- I'll tell you at the end. The point of this podcast is to talk about personal training and health and fitness, even though I feel like shit right now. Do you feel all right? Getting through. Yeah, I feel the usual. You're healthy, yeah? Healthy-ish, going to get healthier this year. Well, let's go into the questions. What's your regime for exercise? I'll be training every day of the week, um, during the week, and then either on a Saturday or a Sunday, I used to get a rest day. So I'm training six days a week, um, two, three hours a day. Really? Yeah, I'll try in and... one go, two hours? No, if I might do an, an hour in the morning, and then I might do you know, an hour in the afternoon or lunchtime or in the evening, depending on my work schedule, because I do personal train as well. Yeah. So I'll try and get my own work in outside of training clients. And you're looking for clients, yeah? How do they do that? People might be listening to this now. I see it on iTunes. It's like there might be more than I like 20 that. people that listen to this. Client, I'll be very happy. I reckon I could. If we get one out of this uh, yeah. podcast, it'll be very nice. Tony, how do we get in touch with you for training? Uh, I'll be on your Facebook under Anthony Milch okay. or I'll be on Twitter at Tony Milch. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm tweet him, tweet him, Tony Milch. And I remember you showed me an exercise where we used to live, where you go like that. <laughs> do you remember that? I do that. Yeah. What were the other what ones? Shoulder, high shoulder exercises. So my shoulders are shit, right? We did shoulders, we did core, shoulders, core, and legs. So we're pretty much going the full spectrum, yeah. So arms, legs, and, and abs. We didn't do like. So you don't even have to go anywhere to get fit. That's right, isn't it? No, nah, you don't. You need basic equipment. You don't need a multi-state-of-the-art gym. Yeah, it's nice to have one but to get fit all you need is the right mindset and what is that mindset? healthy diet train hard good rest three ingredients right there diet pills don't work <laughs> diets don't work don't they? they're bullshit uh, no comment on diet pills um, diet just keep it healthy as I think we all know which where we're going with our diet you know you know what works for your body you know what foods to avoid just keep it simple so what do you have for breakfast today? Uh, I, my staple breakfast is usually two two eggs, always a couple of eggs in the morning. You nail them like Rocky, just swallow them like a pill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not keeping it old school as I should, but no, nah, usually just boiled or poached eggs is always a good start to the day. Toast? Salmon, no toast. Um, I don't really do too much too much bread, but... Cereal shit, right? Just sugar? Cereal, exactly, yeah. Is it shit? Cereal is... I, I personally think cereal is... 
is a treat. I wouldn't say it's shit. It's is a it? treat. Yeah, it's definitely. Depends which one you're having. You know, if you have start eating eggs properly, get on the eggs. Get on the, get on the rocky highway. You what know about vegans good. and all this shit? I work with all these vegans, vegetarians. Vegans are keeping healthy you as need, well. How do you get the protein if you're a vegan? Nowadays, there's so many supplements. You've only got going to Holland and Barrett to see, you know, every protein drink, every protein bar. So I don't think the vegans will lack in protein if they get it through supplements and other sources, or even natural proteins, natural foods. A Nuts lot of and stuff. Yeah, exactly. A lot of vegetarian, vegan food, also protein rich. So you know, go with your body. Go with what works for you. Go with what food you enjoy, and you know that you're going to keep. So if you're going to keep a healthy lifestyle, you know, you've got to have foods that you actually like, and you know you're going to be consistent with because yeah. yeah you can cut up with crap food that you don't want to eat for two weeks even though it's healthy but you're not going to stay that way so pick what you like keep your diet simple and uh, yeah stick to it you're good man you could be on the BBC it's a bit too serious for my shit okay should we play a song what song are you into at the minute for working out serious songs yeah 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 yeah. Uh, uh, what can be anything I love the, you want 80s yeah 80s we just played Eye of the some, Tiger. Let's get some dire straits on the go. Okay, what, well, money for nothing? You know it. Oh, let's that's do big. It. Money for nothing. All right, here we go. End of part one. Yeah. 
So that's Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, Chicks for Free, Stings on backing vocals, you know that? Nice. That's a lot of fact for you. Um, and Mark Knopfler, he runs a studio I knew in I West knew London. Song, uh, Money for Nothing, a random fact, you know what brought us good friends together was our mutual love of the 80s and yeah. movies as well. But I know that Dire Straits, Money for Nothing was the first song played on MTV. Yeah. first song, because at the beginning you can hear him saying, I want my MTV. Yeah. And it the fir- apparently it's the first song played on MTV in the 80s yeah they say we're the MTV generation people born between like 78 and 85 or whatever and then it's millennials I was going to do a phone in as well people like going Tony I just can't get to the gym and all this and just be like because I listened to Steve Austin doing it have you ever heard his podcast and he did a and people were going Steve I just you know I can't get and he's like get your fucking ass in the gym (laughs) he'd say it better than I could but yeah like yeah I don't know if that's going to pick it up. This is when he's in the snow, right? This is the best track. Right, let me just get all the other questions then. Right, what's the top three exercises you can do anywhere for someone at the fitness low point of their life? Low point of their life? Yeah, you know those like people in America that can't get off the mattress? Uh, exercises you need to do? I'll try, and get, I'll try and roll them on a treadmill, but I'd say the main... <laughs> roll them on a the treadmill? I'd say the best thing was just, you know, get moving. Get your body moving, you know, depending on, you know, what condition they're in. But I'd say, you know, walking is one of the best things you can do, to be fair. If it's just getting back, getting back into something don't be scared to get in a gym and get on a treadmill and just walk up on a treadmill you know like get your body moving because then you'll hopefully see other exercises get your chatting to people but just get your ass in the gym okay and um what's the best what's the best outfit for a successful workout for a guy <laughs> let's talk about a woman probably uh, listen, for a woman <laughs> when it comes to women's clothing I'm not really the best one to ask because I'm professional as well isn't it? you're in the game right men spandex yeah, you've got to go with a spandex if you're a guy in the gym okay cool <laughs> have you got a top five songs for working out doesn't have to be anything I'm into you know actual stuff that gets you going uh, yeah I like a bit of Metallica I've got 
got random. Yeah, listen, if you, if you work out tracks, you can be, you know, like hip-hop. You know me, I've got uh, my playlist is across the spectrum. Yeah, so it might good. be an 80s track next to a uh, two-pack track, you know what I mean? So for me, it's whatever makes you fucking go for it, you know what I mean? Just gets you in the zone, play it. All right, let's cut out Rocky. Don't know if that's working. I do love that as well, though. Um, that's when we like, Drago! At the end. I wanted to talk about Mike Tyson. So I, funnily enough, did you see my Christmas jumper with Mike Tyson on it? It said Merry Christmas. It. I love it. Right. I'll get that next year. I'll get you one. I need that. They're online. Oh. So he's got a podcast, right? Uh, he's done a lot of radio interviews. I've seen him on, you know, and he's usually a guest. Yeah. But he's, yeah, Mike Tyson's the man. Do you man. like him? I do. I think he's like... He's turned it around. He's turned it around and not only that, you do know... Do you he's still a vicious twat underneath? I'm sure he can be, but yeah. he's also uh, smart and I think he's a very intelligent he's smart vicious. Now. Uh, yeah, he's very intelligent. And he can, that's reflected in the way he talks, his history of boxing, his history in general. But yeah, if you listen to some of his radio interviews, you'll see that not only is he a dangerous a dangerous cat, he's a smart, smart guy also. It's funny you should say that because I watched Lennox Lewis against him just like yesterday on YouTube. Because I've been watching boxing to get in the mindset. You always liked your boxing, mate. Yeah, I know, but. Emily don't like it she's not into it you tell when she came to the thing people hitting each other she thinks it's crazy but I think I am a little bit yeah. I've always been watching the fights and even my amateur fights you come to in yeah. uh, Barnet do you remember the TA centre in Barnet all those yeah. years back you know so I know you've always loved your boxing yeah. and uh, and the movies as well but yeah all good yeah I mean what it was with um, Lennox Lewis from my perspective I don't know anything about it but he didn't have the reach Tyson Lennox Tyson, Lewis had the reach Tyson didn't have the reach but Lennox Lewis had the reach advantage and that right hand that he knocked Tyson out with the final punch he could have knocked a horse out of it was a bomb it was a lovely shot mm. you know but Tyson took some punishment during that fight you know the two cut eyes but if you watch that fight Lennox Lewis comes out strong at the beginning yeah. you know he's whipping up the uppercuts he's coming up with a jab hard jab strong uppercuts so he's letting Tyson know if you want to fight I can have a fight as well as well as box him so the fight came a little bit too late for Tyson obviously he was way past his dangerous self then he let himself go a bit but at the end of the day Lennox Lewis was one of the best heavyweights I think of all time yeah easily yeah that's what I was going to ask you who's you so who do you think is the best and what's your favourite who's your favourite um, I've got a few favourites, you know, the best, you know, you've obviously got to go down to people like Ali, just the way they transcended the sport. But He's a character though, but is he the best boxer? It all depends what era you're competing in. I think with heavyweights from our era, easily Lennox Lewis was the best. I mean, Lennox Lewis had the reach, he had the jab, he had the power, and he had the skill, so Lennox he's Lewis... he's British, really, isn't he? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, they say he's Canadian. British, Canadian. UK. Yeah, he's, he's British. He boxed for Canada in the Olympics, yeah. so he moved out there as a teenager, but yeah, he's British, British, Jamaican, Canadian, so he's flying the flag for all, mate, but no, he, is, he was a top fighter. I've got some more questions about um, boxing what goes through your mind when you're about to when the bell rings and that I mean bloody hell man when the bell rings is nothing but um, you know game base you're in the zone you're ready to to go I mean you're you train so long and so hard when that actually first bell goes all the nerves go out the window and you just go what you put the work in for so it's it's, it's fight your time your mind's completely focused completely focused yeah never have weird thoughts like fuck this like in the middle of a fight you're always completely um, for those three minutes of every single round
around, you've got to be focused because if you don't, you know, for one second you can be banged out. So mm. you've got to keep the focus. I find sometimes during training camp, my mind will drift yeah. and it's hard to stay focused. But for me anyway, but when you actually get to the fight night, you know, when that first bell rings, it's nothing but all business. And do you know when you're winning or losing? Do you have a Yeah, you, you, you do know. And, and the trainers tell you, right? Exactly. That's where the corner men come in. So lucky enough, you have, you, you've got a good relationship. I work with uh, a great team and they know me and they, they would give me the feedback in between rounds and say look Tony you've got to step up a bit or Tony you're boxing well so you ain't lost for like three years that's right fuck man alright what are your life goals that's heavy isn't it that's, a, that's super what's, heavy no what's your goals for 2017 <laughs> what do you want to do this year uh, 20, it doesn't have to be think, boxing think, or anything like that you know what I think 2017 is the year for building just, just literally like yeah it's been a great three years journey previous but now it's about I wouldn't say having something complete at the end of this year but at least having a framework to have something bigger for years to come so building a building uh, myself and building a structure to you know just develop really well like buy a house or something or just buy a house might be a bit too big of a, a goal but at least get something in, yeah that's it at least get something in place will give me the option to think about these things yeah alright what's the ultimate boxing movie uh, I've got a few I've got a few I like a really old uh, classic film actually it's called Somebody Up There Likes Me it's a great movie it's black and white yeah. it's about Rocky Graziano so oh, yeah. it's a top that you would love it you being a, uh, almost a part time New Yorker yeah. and a fan of New York you would I love it it's a, it's a real film you know it's a great movie I can just check out you know you'll know the main actors in it might be Paul Newman oh is it I love Newman in the colour of night as well colour of money when he's a pool player yeah he's fighting Paul Newman's got his own barbecue sauce you know that it's the same yeah place. yeah I've tried it I've actually got it it's pretty Tabasco-y it's 1956 yeah mine's Rocky Steve 3 McQueen. it's a real deal it's everyone's in it you know but not a lot of people know about the movie but it's a great film okay yeah well I'll check that out and what's your ultimate boxing song I like uh, Rocky Four, Burning Hearts. Burning Heart, okay. I love one of your covers, man. Murder Incorporated, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, let's play that. Let's play that. Have you heard the live version? Uh, the Tramps no. Club. No, I haven't. Let's try that out. When you hear the podcast, you hear that version. So here's Bruce Springsteen with Murder Incorporated live. And this is my favourite version. It's live. It's real rocking. Okay.
Hi, welcome back. That was Springsteen, um, the boss, Murder Incorporated. I think that should have been like the theme tune to The Sopranos. Don't you think? That would have been good, that song. It is a classic track. I love yeah, it. It's big. Um, okay, right, this game is called um, Porn Star or President. And what this is about, I'm going to read you a tweet, and you have to guess whether it was tweeted by Donald Trump or a porn star. So when I read you it, I've just got nothing to do with exercise or boxing, but I've just come out with this game. So when I read you the tweet, just say Trump or porn star, okay? All right, here's the first one. An extremely credible source has called my office and told me that Barack Obama's birth certificate is a fraud. Trump. Correct. I can't stress enough how important to me it is that the rice inside of the burrito is inside it. Oh, I hope it's not Trump, but I'm going to say Trump. It's a porn star. That's Akira. She's Asian. Check her out. Um, <laughs> why do you shift the spotlight? There aren't angry mobs of Jews raping women in Germany. No, it's Muslims. Wake the hell up. That's got to be Trump. That was Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm right that Robert Pattinson should dump Kirsten Stewart. In a couple of years, he will thank me. Be smart, Robert. Trump? That's Donald Trump. Ding! All right. I want pepperoni pizza. Yep, that's what I want. Porn star. That's Ashlyn Brooke. Well done. Okay, um, the next one. Rosie O'Donnell just said she felt shame at being fat, non-politically correct. She killed Star Jones for weight loss surgery. Just had it. Trump. That's Trump. Ding. (laughs) Next one. I want dick. Porn star. Yeah, that's Ashlyn Brooke. Thank God he's not that bad. I don't know how many you've got right or wrong, but it's fun anyway. Never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Porn star. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, last one. I have this pic posted on my Instagram. It's a wig. I did not dye my hair. It's nice though. Trump. That's Jinx Mays, porn star. So I think we've got a few. So that might come back next week. I enjoyed that. That's a, what do you think about Trump? Uh, good luck, America. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, that's a good political answer. So we don't know when your next fight is, but your, what's your champion belt that you hold? I hold an international challenge belt, which is um, I won last year, which is an entry-level title, but it's given me championship status, and now yeah. I want to move on to bigger titles. So what's the next title up? Uh, it'd either be maybe a southern area or an English title. You know, boxing, it all depends on, you know, what opportunities you can get. You just got to grab them. Mm. Have you got what's the most memorable fight you've had? Uh, what's the most memorable thing that's happened in the ring? You know what? I wouldn't say memorable. Each fight has got its own story to it, but I'll only say you're as good as your last fight. That's a boxing expression. You're only as good as your last fight. Yeah. My last fight was in November, and I won by knockout in the fourth round. Did so, you? Yeah, I knocked the guy out. So for, to me, that now is in my memory. It's so well, my last fight, isn't it? So I've had great fights previous to that, but the fight that's sticking in my mind, I'm coming off with a strong win. So that one is in my mind right now. Yeah. 
yeah and how I'm all over the place here but how do you get into it boxing like why does it stuff to do with your parents or anything or your family no I was just always wanted to compete you know I'm a competitive person and I always wanted to get into a sport where you know you're independent and you're the only one responsible for really win, win or losing and I just thought you know what gave tie boxing a try when I was younger at Did 13 you? yeah and I just what, thought was I was, kicks and stuff like yeah that? knees elbows and kicks but I just thought you know what I'm better with my hands I'm built I think I'm built pretty good for a boxer I've got yeah. a long reach you know and light on my feet good mover and I stuck with boxing through Finchley Boxing Club for about a year or nine months before I had my first competitive fight at 15 and then just rolled off a nine year amateur career from then and you're pure North London Finchley Poor, pure, not poor, pure North London. <laughs> Did I say poor? Pure North London, straight out of the womb in Edgeware. Edgeware, cool, born and raised. Cool, man. What do you think of UFC? It's getting um, popular. It's getting popular. <clears throat> I'm not really a big fan of UFC. Um, I, when I was living out in Calgary, they're big into it in Canada. And I know yeah. they're big into America. Now it's getting bigger in England. But for yeah. me, I watch it and look at results just to keep up with it. But I'm not, I'm not really a fan of the UFC. I mean, there's been four deaths. I I thought there wasn't any, but surely I don't. That does are off like yeah. literally once they get them Listen, on the ground. Like that, you know, that might be part of it. For me, it's just more. I'm a purist. I love boxing. It's, like, it's more psychological, is it? Boxing or what? I think so. More like a chess game. I think so. A, t- a chess game, but also you've got the you know you've got the power to take someone out if you're boxing at any moment. Whereas I think UFC, it's exciting because if you get in a chokehold. You know, it's exciting because not always, I believe, not always the better man always wins. It's just he's, he's out, you know. It makes it more random. Whereas I think with boxing, you know, you've got a chance, if you are losing a fight, to change your tactics, turn it around and, you know, get the win. Yeah. Go, you? What do you think of Mayweather? Can't, the boxer? You can't knock him. You can't uh, knock him. Has he ever been knocked out? He hasn't, has he? He's, he's got knocked lost. down. He's never lost, let alone been knocked out. He's never lost a fight. He's the richest athlete, I believe. Is not he? boxer. He's the richest athlete across the spectrum. So how can anyone knock someone no. like that? Yeah, he's a good character. He challenged Conor McGregor as well to like... An, in a I think it was the other way around. Fight. I think really? Conor McGregor was trying They're to both get... both salesmen, aren't they? Exactly. I think Conor McGregor was trying to get jump on the, uh, the boxing band wagon by hyping it up but he did the same thing with wrestling said all the wrestlers are pussies you know <laughs> yeah listen he's making more people watch boxing and UFC all the better yeah alright we got to pack this up so I'm going to play another tune oh yeah and this episode is sponsored by underarmour.co.uk men's leggings and tights so if you're listening Under Armour we're up for getting some free gear and I'll even wear it to work you know leggings I'm up for it and also it's sponsored by Lanacane anti-chafing so when you get up off the couch and you're doing all this working out no matter how heavy or shit you are Larrocaine anti-chafing will sort it out sort it out if your pants get too tight so thanks to them
So that was Margot Price with one of her songs. And now I'm getting in a lift with Liv, our new weather girl. Very worried, I have to say. Is that going to be your name? Liv the weather girl? Yeah. Oh, I, should, I do deserve some kind of title, though, don't you think? Well, what's the title for a weather girl nowadays? Meteorologist. Our meteorologist, Olivia. Moore. Olivia Moore. And um, tell us about yourself, Olivia. Well, I was thinking the other day, you know in Mean Girls when Karen can tell when it's raining? I haven't seen Mean Girls, but I like Lindsay Lohan. An excellent film. So Karen played... The only person I like. Yeah. Amazing, actually, So Karen has this special trait where she can tell when it's raining by just holding her breasts. Yeah, but you can usually tell when it's raining if you're outside, right? I know, I know. So when, but when she's outside, she can tell. So she can tell, like, when it's raining. Anyway. This sounds like porn. I was thinking, because I'm worried about this weather. Um, When it gets cold... I've told you, but we spoke about this earlier, didn't didn't I? About all the problems with the power. Yeah. You know, the power goes out. Well, on Earth or in this building? On Earth, like both, actually. But this particular building as well is it's kind of like a microcosm. It's like a sign. It's like a microcosm of of the general outside world. So when it gets cold, all the power goes out in the building, which makes people colder and angrier. So that's one bad thing about the weather, and it's definitely getting colder mm. and another bad thing about when it gets cold sheep rustling goes up okay so let me just say olivia this is an alternative weather report as you can probably tell and the building we're in is an old um art college in holborn nondescript nobody knows what it is i've done this whole podcast in holborn so i did it with my friend tony a, a, a boxer and fitness instructor near gym box around the corner and now we're here so this is my holborn podcast so what's sheep what was it sheep rustling yeah do you know what sheep rustling is when they take the fur off a sheep or the wool or whatever it is no no they don't just go in no they we're steal. both wearing sheep right now so we can't exactly they talk steal. about this no no they steal the whole sheep Oh, right. They, they get thousands of them. Like, what, illegally? Like vagabonds? No, like a vagabond farmer. Okay. Like an evil farmer. So, sheep get rustled by farmers. It's kind of like, have you ever seen Wallace and Gromit? 
No, I'm too old. Seriously? I have, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so, because you're down with the kids. So, yeah. basically, they still... I'm not that old. Yeah, you're not 30s. that old. <laughs> Ish. They, <laughs> they, Mid-30s. They, they, um... They, Where are we going? Oh, we're going, we're going this okay, way. Okay, let's cross oh, here. When it gets cold, like yeah. it is right now, yeah. people need alternative ways to keep warm. For example, layering. <laughs> okay. Layering is an exceedingly popular way for human beings to keep warm. Yeah, but we know this. I'm, like, I'm, I'm running you through it slowly. When you layer, you layer with wool. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Where does this the wool, is a wool jumper? From? Yes, it's My so mum got it for Christmas, so this is a sheep. We're both wearing sheep. But where does where does that come from? Sheep. I know, but so where we're guilty of it. The, where do you get the sheep from? I don't know, this the is from Uniqlo. Where do the farmers get the sheep? Japan. No. no. Uniqlo, it's Japan. 50% of farmers rustle sheep. They go and steal other people's sheep. Yeah, they've got a hard time because it's they're getting ripped what? off by the corporations. It's, yeah, but it's an industry worth about 6.6 million. There was an estimate the other day that 50% of all British sheep have been rustled in the past year. Think about how much money. There are some non-rogue farms. Yeah, but they still live, don't they? Without the fur? Yeah, but it's not the point. It's not about the welfare of the sheep. It's about the farmers. It's about crime going on willy-nilly. It's about... So you hate the farmers? It's about us. Not all of them, just the rogue ones. It's about us contributing to a moral deficiency in society. And that happens all because it's getting cold. Okay, can I just say one more thing? Neil Young did an album supporting the farmers called the Monsanto Years, right? Yeah, we can support farmers. That's a good thing. We should... It's good when it's warm. He probably did that during the summer months. Okay. everyone feels a bit fun. So I'm going to play Neil Young on the podcast for the first time. It's a song called A Rockstar Starbucks A Coffee Shop or something. It's really good. So here's Neil Young and then we're going to be back with Olivia, our new weather correspondent for 2017.
Okay, we're back with Olivia, our new weather correspondent in freezing Holborn. And the point of this, I suppose, is can you give a weather prediction for the whole of 2017? How's it going to be for society? You're more of a a mystic Meg type. Well, I tell you what, it was warm for 2016 and look how that turned out. Yeah. We but think about all the good celebrities that died. Think about we had the rise of Donald Trump. It's going to get colder. And if it's getting colder, 2017 is going to be even worse. I thought we were warming. It's not getting colder. It's, it's getting warmer, isn't it? Cold. No, no. Global warming is actually a misnomer. It just means that... Yeah, yeah. Climate gem- change. Yeah, it's climate, climate change. change. Exactly, exactly. But, but aren't years invisible constructs created by humans? And, you know, we could... If, it was the chi- if we're in China, it's still last year. No. A year is the time... Chinese New Year's in, like, February, isn't it? Yeah, but the year, a year is the time it takes for the, su- the Earth to move around the sun. But, but we just... Oh, see? That's for the farmers! Coming for you. Um, coming for the farmers! Yeah, but if, if humans had constructed the year to start in July and end yeah. in June, then we could have. Yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. So they are... And celebrities, they've all had a great life. Yeah. David Bowie, Prince, they were talented, George, but so am I, so are you. George Michael didn't have a good life. Well, he fucked it up himself, didn't he? Yeah, as much as I love him. Really Fucking hell, I slagged him off on the last you podcast, George Michael. I love you, George, I'm sorry. George. He's from Bushy and I'm from Pinner, so we're brothers. Yeah. You know, um, I'm from the home of homosexual musicians, all Elton John. I'm sorry. Oh, really? yeah. Are they all from the same place? They're all from around my way. Jerry Halliwell, she's not gay, but she's confused. She is confused, yeah. Actually, I knew someone that almost got married to her. Yeah, she likes posh boys. Is that part of your network? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah, hello. That makes sense. Oh, darling. Yeah, that does actually make sense. I saw her in the street once. She was very small and confused, and she was following a big posh man. Let's go back to your prediction. So the the Earth's going to warm. The sheet... No, 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 it's going to get colder. Okay. The world gets colder. And for the next two weeks... get more evil. The moral value of Britain goes down significantly. Yeah, but let's not blame the farmers. What about all the other people that are fucking things up? It's the oil people? It's, what I'm saying is it is our fault. It's not my fault. It is. It's your mum's fault. My mum got it's my mum's fault. Your, yeah, but she's done well with this. It fits me and everything. Well, Seb, I'm just, you know... Okay, but what's going to happen weather-wise for the next two weeks till my next podcast? Oh, the next two weeks? Well, it's difficult to say. Does this mean you're not really a weather girl? <laughs> You know, the weather is some. It's it's changeable, Steph. It changes from day to day. It's difficult to predict. Even I could tell you that it's going to be grey, dreary, and cold well, in the next two weeks. Grey, right now. Well, it's quite lovely actually. Well, there you go. That's all we need to know. Forget farmers and ISIS and housewives. It's a lovely day. Seriously, like that's something to be worried about okay anything else about the weather or what's going to happen in 2017 i'm i'm just worried about the moral people have no morals it's post-apocalyptic world we're living in it will be when it gets bloody colder and the farmers even the farmers they're meant to be wholesome milk drinking corn growing you know so you're single right yeah if i was a farmer and i was really hot and i had all the right words to say would you go out of me or would you just be absolutely not just because i'm a farmer sheep rustling i don't know why we stopped just then by the way sheep rustling rogue and actually, you should be able to judge a man how he treats his sheep. Right. So you've never dated a Welsh man? No, 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 no. Would you? Mm, honestly? Mm. No. Who's the least and most attractive Welsh man? Oh, oh there's... Before they open their mouth or after? What about Tom Jones? Any good? Oh, no. Guess who 
Jane Jones. Who's that? Repeat presenter. I don't watch Repeat anymore. He goes out with um, the really beautiful but incredibly obnoxious opera singer. You know who I mean. Blonde. Oh, Catherine Jenkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they were both on Strictly Come Dancing together. Okay. What is it about Strictly in relationships? I don't know. It's probably best if you just don't follow it. Do you not follow Strictly Come Dancing? <laughs> really? That's they, shocking. Someone I went to school with is on the show, or her husband's on the show. Really? Brendan. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's the evil one. Yeah, so his wife, Zoe, I went to school with, and she once... She used to sit next to me in maths. And I distinctly remember we had this American teacher who everyone was freaked out by because back then England and America didn't really blend. And she was like, so what is one plus one? And Zoe went, three. She went, no. So she was a bit thick. Oh, well, he had another wife who was on the show. Zoe's tall and good-looking, blonde. And she once asked me out, and because I was only about 13, I just carried on playing football and just ignored her, and now she's a model. Oh, Story of my life. But he used to have another wife who was a dancer on the show, called Erin. Are we talking about the same person? Yeah, Brendan. I can't remember what his name is. Right, we're heading back into um, a different atmosphere, so I need to close this off. Yeah. So thanks, Liv. Thanks. See you in two thanks. weeks. Thanks to Tony Milch. <laughs> Yes, so thanks to Liv, the weather girl, and thanks to Tony, the boxing exercise extraordinaire. Thanks to our sponsors this um, episode, which is Under Armour Spandex and Lana Kane Anti-Friction Gel. Non-greasy, dries on contact. See you next time, kids. While we're getting physical, I almost forgot. 
Myself and Tony Milch did work at a telesales department of a massive drinks company and did share a flat in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, but were never in prison. For the record, neither myself or Tony have done time. We're upstanding citizens in great shape and uh, sought after men of the world. Thank you. Have a great 2017. It's going to be great. If you're still listening, love to you.